Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. And just like that, we are back in the game, thankfully. It's been a bit of a challenging week, but here we are flying solo. Brian, uh, well wishes out to him. This is a tough day for uh, our friend Brian Hopkins. He's moving Zach into his new apartment today, so I know that that was not uh, not an easy process for him or anybody out there. And uh, appreciate all the messages and thoughts and creative solutions for some of the things that we had going on here with the challenges this week. But nonetheless, here we are. Uh, we're going to be able to get you most of the information. Uh, my notes uh, here at the studio have have also been deleted, and and in my haste to get over here, not really knowing what we were going to be walking into. On top of that. Um, I uh, I didn't bring my notebook with me, so so I'm flying a little bit behind. I apologize for uh, for that uh, that uh, shortfall, but nonetheless, um, we're here. We're here, and we're on Facebook, and we're on YouTube, and the passwords are fixed, and the codes are fixed, and the links are fixed. Guy Raymond is with us. We're going to be catching up with Frankie Guy as planned. Unfortunately, Pete Hans is not going to be able to make it tonight. Um, but he wants to catch the next go round, which is great. Um, next week is going to be our our last Monday for a week because we're going to be um, going out of town after that so we're going to be off a week um, and I frankly can't wait for it it has been a very very intense summer so far um, on one hand when you look at the stuff that's been going with the soccer and just, just school and everything like that but then uh, the derby season it feels like it has been sent on uh, sent on kill with as fast as everything has been moving and trying to keep up with we've got all sorts of announcements that came out over the course of the week and we're trying to get into as much of that as, as we can uh as we we work through this episode here uh guy raymond joining us in the wings so we we're talking about how fast the derby season is moving guy's got all sorts of stuff that he's got to do squeezing us in here uh in between working on his fleet of uh his fleet of toyotas guy man how are you I am doing good, Chris. How about you? I'm doing okay. We're we're here. <laughs> we're we're here, which is which is a big plus. Um, I didn't know if we were going to be able to rebound from some some of the issues that we ran into uh, up here with the way that the everything was acting, but we've been able to solve the issues and and we're back. But guy, uh, we started doing some math after he won on the first night at the Broome County Fair last Wednesday, and uh, we figured that it was potentially be three in a row if he won on sunday but then started going through the 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 record book consecutive wins and consecutive derby starts not necessarily heats but consecutive derby starts you ended up finishing with like seven or eight in a row now uh yeah we ran probably beginning of the year to present about nine different shows and we've brought home seven yeah that's uh that's that's not too shabby coming up with two wins um, on consecutive nights over there at the Broome County Fair, going backwards uh, a couple Saturdays ago, picking up the chain and go six cylinder win over there at the Seneca County Fairgrounds here in Waterloo. So that uh, that was a that was a cool win to get in its own right because that was the first one that they ever had uh, on on Saturday, the first chain and go. So that that had to be a special one to come up there to um, uh, territory that might not have been necessarily as welcoming uh, to the outsiders, but come away with a win in that one. Yeah, that was a fun show, going up there and talking to the guys. I knew a few guys out there. Like I said, I, I've i been through around these parts a little while now. That I had a few friends I knew up there, but I've always been told they weren't very kind outsiders. <laughs> but to go up there and uh, do what I did, I was kind of surprised. You know, I, I knew I had a good chance, but still, you never know. That, uh, that is a fact. You never, you never do know. Um, and here we are. Talking about that win, tell me, take me through that one a little bit. Uh, I know that you had uh, had a couple of friends on track, and Andy Lee ended up seeing the C's part and caught a hold of you the side of your car down there at the far end of the track. His back end was wadded up so much, I don't even think he knew that it was you when he made the hit. I I didn't even like I said. Uh, it's hard to touch base in that show because I didn't have plans on going. I, right. I made that that executive decision was made. The morning of at eleven o'clock in the morning, 
me and my little buddy Tyler you know, out here at the shop, we were mm-hmm. looking for something to do. We heard there were four derbies that day. We were going to go watch one. I go, well, if we're going to go, I'm going to take a car. And I want to go to the closest car, the closest show with the, the easiest built show to build to because I didn't have anything but stock cars sitting around. So we're like, all right, well, Waterloo's only under two hours from home. Everything, everything else was two, two and a half to three hours away. And we decided to go out there. And like I said, it was one of those shows where as soon as they said go, it was chaos. And before I knew it, I was there at the end. I don't know how I got there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Broome County might be a bit more memorable. Um, Wednesday night's show, it was it was great to be back on a Wednesday night. It was the 146th running of the Broome County Fair down there in Whitney Point. Uh, that was it, was, it was a fun show. The number of chain and go cars that showed up ended up splitting that field in two. And you came away with a, a mod compact win down there, if I remember correctly there. And, and boy, it was a battle. Um, Sean McLean was down there in the mix of all that stuff. The, the uh, man, I can't even get this, uh, this picture's upside down. I'm trying to work off of it. Um, Pasamante was, was down there, a factor in that one as well. Take me through the, the first one uh, at Broome County. Yes, the first night we went down there because I am a, a regular at the Broome County Fair. I run a lot of the classes that they have down there, the stock, the, the what they call modified compacts and the SUV minivans. Mm-hmm. I usually take three every night, but this year, with everything that's gone down and all the building of cars and all the different shows we've had, we've had so many shows to go with. Um, we took down two modified cars on, on Wednesday, just to feel out the feel, you know, and uh, ended up, like I said, there was a lot of really good guys out there. You know, you had the Sean McLean, like you said, his buddy Dan. Um, you had Tyler Eaton. You had Angus Hyde and his brother-in-law, Abbott, and the Holberts. And there was so many good guys that build within this area on the track. It, it was one heck of a modified show. And to be down to the end there, and honestly, I didn't win it by myself. They called it a draw between me and Shelton Whitman. Right. We were going nose-to-nose there at the last, like, five to seven minutes, nose-to-nose, trying to... I was hoping that one of us would quit because he was misfiring like crazy and my car was running strong, but at the end I ended up breaking my shift cable and we locked horns and we were stuck nose-to-nose, but both cars were still running. There was two heats, actually, that, that went down to a tie. It was the your heat there at the end of the night and then the one beforehand, the uh, SUV truck heat. George Hackett and uh, Adam Buto, Junkie, ended up getting locked nose to nose. And same thing; it's everybody was still mobile. They they didn't go through and pull them apart. They just called it a tie, split the money, uh, di- distribute the trophies as necessary, and and things went down the line, uh, heading towards Sunday's show. Uh, I think it was David Wheeland in the number eighty got the win in the first group of the uh, stock chain and go compacts and then uh it was one of the judson boys that picked up the win in the other one on wednesday i think it was Derek. Derek judson things got a little bit more interesting on sunday though sunday the the forecast was not exactly favorable in in any measure and it started to sprinkle about two o'clock when they put the first group of 17 uh chain and go compacts out there on track and it proceeded to rain all the way until um, I, I don't know actually if it has stopped raining yet down there in Broome County. There was uh, <laughs> flood conditions on the front stretch, but it made for a pretty entertaining show, and, and it was a good night for, for the Army of One camp with Tyler winning the compacts, and you got the win in the trucks and vans. Yes, sir. Um, we, we made that decision within like a day of the show, too, because uh, <laughs> we were going to take our other modified cars down but then instead of running it against the same group of guys we did the first night, we're like, you know, let's try something different. We're just going to throw a couple of my chain and go cars down. It kind of put me behind the realm for this week, but we just threw a couple of the chain and go cars together, and uh, it played in our favor. We went down. They had, I feel, way too many cars on the track, but it came down to me and Tyler Eaton, one-two. Um, at the end, he had me. Uh, the minivans. I chose to save my minivan from Wednesday because of the numbers, and luckily I did because uh, Broome County brought nine. They said that if they had more than eight on Sunday, they were going to pay a grand. So luckily by me saving my minivan for Sunday, it worked in my favor because I ended up coming home with an extra $400 if I would have won on Wednesday. And that probably offset the cost of that van because you got some work in that thing. Even though it's a stock van, there's, there's a lot of effort under the hood. Yeah, it's a Sienna van. I've been wanting to do it for... 
I'd say about four years now, putting a Camry motor in one. I see them do it out west. And uh, just getting your hands on a Sienna van in these parts are kind of hard to find one because every time you get one and you try to buy it for somebody, they just up the price a little bit. And right. The, out reach. The Sienna vans oh, have sure. the, the front configuration is similar to the Camrys? Yes, sir. It's the same exact thing. The only thing they did is they call it the extended platform. Okay. Well, the extended platform is only the size of the main unibody rail. Um, unlike any Alexis, Camry, Avalon, Solaris, they're normally a 3x6 uh, unibody frame rail. On the Sienna, they're a 3x9 because they had to drop the subframe low enough to get the driveline in. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so, so you Sienna know that... is a Camry. So is it easy enough to put the... Uh, can you modify a Sienna subframe and put that up into a Camry? You could, but it's the same thing. It's going to lay in the same spots. I've already mapped it out. I thought maybe there was a difference, but it's completely the same. <laughs> uh, you know that by sharing all this information, you just put the prices up a little bit higher again. I'm not scared. I already got a few. <laughs> and then from here, you got the win there. Uh, Pete Hansen ended up taking the win in the full-size class, which was great to see full-size cars back there. Richie Predmore, he celebrated a birthday here this week. He had the, uh, the Jesse Howe sign on top of his Imperial. The Ingrams brought a whole fleet of Imperials. Uh, Corey Rallier, uh I think Willie Turner was third. Brett Relier was second. And uh, Pete Hansen ended up getting the win in that one. I think the only one that we didn't hit on was the, uh, was the stock compacts from Wednesday night. And, oh, geez, how could I forget? It was Dan Richards that ended up picking a, up a win in that class. Uh, which which was all around a pretty good show considering the weather. Um, did the four cylinder engine do anything in terms of helping you? I mean, is it is it reduced horsepower? Do you get into the the mindset of a of a smaller engine means it's not going to generate as much power? It gives you a little bit of an advantage on the slippery surface, or is it just a matter of having front wheel drive versus rear wheel drive? What I found out to be a factor is the weight really isn't a factor because it only weighs a hundred pounds more than the Avalons, I I already previously swapped to four cylinders, so sure. the weight on a Sienna is no different than a sedan. Um, the only thing I found that was different is when you start swapping over your your suspension components to fit the 23s, because a lot of minivans are not made to run 14 inch tires. Mm-hmm. It, it drops the ride height, and uh, I can't remember the kid's name, but he's a good kid. I think it's Christopher Flumas. I think I have to say. Um, in the minivan, he, he cleared my bumper and pushed the whole core support right back to the stack. But the uh, biggest part is, is even though the core support was pushed back almost two feet, the motor was still another foot and a half back. So on these minivans, when you put a force on them, the motor sits right below the cowl. So you have a long way to go to get to it. I see. So, I mean, that's that's uh, interesting, you know. With as, as wet as it got, the, the rear-wheel drive cars thought they might try and... If, if the rain had stopped, the rear-wheel drive car might have been able to mix it up a little bit. Same thing with the trucks and vans, but the rain didn't, so it didn't. And it got muddy and sloppy, but all the, all the same, it was, it was a pretty entertaining heat with uh, the Ingrams kind of battling out with uh, Corey over there on the far side and, and Richie doing what Richie does with the, the Imperial. I'm not really sure what ended up happening to him. I missed it. But Brett, you know, he got hung up a little bit, and Pete came over and... Put a shot on Brett as, as time was close to expiring. Brett was able to hit Willie Turner and, and that finalized that deal. Yours, uh, your, um, your van looked pretty stout in the front. Is that is that going to be able to run again, or is that totaled? No, I pulled the core support out, the hood out, and she's ready to go again this Wednesday at Tyler County Fair. So you got a busy week coming up ahead. You're officiating a couple places, and you're going to be driving as well. What's the week look like? Um, week looks pretty dang busy to me. They're trying to get everything crammed in right now. I'm in the garage, and um, yeah, Tuesday we have a show that we're we're trying to. Like I said, I gotta go help officiate on the show. Basically, a head compact guy, and then Wednesday's Tioga County back on Thursday to inspecting again, and then Friday running Tioga, and then Sunday's back to the show again, depending on if I want to go down to a PA show on Saturday or not. So. <laughs> It's going to be one heck of a busy, busy week. I've been planning for it for two years, so now that it's here, I don't think I'm fully ready. <laughs> you had all this time to plan, and now that it's here, you're uh, you're chasing your tail. 
Pretty much, you know, and running Waterloo, it was cool, but it put me behind a car, and then switching things up at Broome from Wednesday to Sunday put me behind by, by two cars, so I've been out here in the garage thrashing since, what, so we'll say since Sunday night, you know, and <laughs> now we got one, two, three, four, five, six cars to finish up in the next three days. <laughs> How do you keep going? I mean, <laughs> you just... I don't know. 12-pack of bud? <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. It's hard to stay motivated at times, man. <laughs> when you got so much going on and chasing my tail, like you said, I, I, I think I got one car done, and before you know it, I got to go back and button it up. Well, hopefully, hopefully you can keep that streak going. Um, coming away with the win, I remember years ago, it was uh, it was you and I think it was you and Richie actually with the 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 black and white car that had the stripes on the side the the late seventies car one of the full size rides that you had at Broome County had the roof camera on both of your cars you guys finished nose to nose and uh, ended up having some success there and it was fun to see the full size cars back at Broome County and it's always fun to see you take home the checkered flag there as well. Yes, sir. It was awesome to see Richie out there with that memorial car to Jesse Howell. It, uh, it was it was good to see. I think Jesse's last derby was at Kings of Old School at Whitney Point. Yeah, I believe you're right, sir, because like I said, I, I idols, and Jesse was one of those guys that I grew up watching. I always wanted to be like. Well, uh, the derby world lost a good one when they lost Jesse, and uh, it was really nice to see that roof sign and, you know, Hopefully he can bring home a couple more wins this week because I think he did that about 500 times. You might have to win a few more times to catch up with him. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, that's the plan. Well, guys, stay in touch. Good luck. I appreciate you making some time tonight. I know this was short notice. I know this wasn't planned, but and I know you got a lot to do. So I appreciate it, and uh, congratulations again on the wins down there at one of the hometown fairs of Broome County. All right. Thank you, Chris. We'll catch you soon, man. Good luck. Later, bud. There goes Guy Raymond. Trying to fit everything through. Uh, Mark Elliott, always there to help carry things. He just sent me a message and said that uh, he's available if, uh, if, if we want to dive into any content regarding the stuff that he's got going on. Uh, he's on the road, so we'll, we'll be able to fill out the hour. Blizzard Bash 2.0 is going to be at the Stormont Vale Event Center in Topeka, Kansas, November 11th to the 14th. National Qualifying Team Inspections are starting on November the 9th to try and get everybody through at a reasonable amount of time. Additional details are still to follow. Obviously, we've got some, some challenges looking ahead uh, with some of the different uh, COVID variants that are, that are circulating around. Um, at this point, the show is on the deadline for refunds has passed all divisions are full things are moving on as planned with blizzard bash 2021 otherwise we're still looking for agenda details and things like that additional details as they come available will be posted online at blizzardbash.com the battle for upper co is coming up had some really really exciting conversations with uh, tj mcculloch this week tj is gearing up for the demise at upper co october the 9th the super stock full size dead stock full size stock compacts dead man compacts mini van suv power wheels and then there's racing as well pits at 8 8 spectator gates at 11 racing starts at 1 adults are 15 bucks that is at 16020 carnival ave in upper co maryland don't forget buried alive 2 is also coming down the line that i'm not sure why we just got yellow i'll have to see if that's anything of concern or if we can keep going uh buried alive 12K to win Super Stocks, Graveyard Rumble, Joker Compact Rumble out there as well as part of that one. So keep me posted on what's happening. Uh, I'm watching the comments here. If we've got anything major, hey, Justin Madden. There we go. Everything is back. Whew. Oh, I am not ready for, the, uh, <laughs> for any hiccups tonight. Just not ready for it. Special Demolition Derbies, they had a derby on the 2nd of August at the Green County Fair in Xenia, Ohio. Uh, George Hino. Yep, I see it, George. Uh, Green County Fair in Xenia, Ohio, August the 5th. That is happening right now. Uh, the points show at the Auglaise County Fair in Wapakoneta, Ohio. Pike County Fair in Piketon. Galea County Fair in Galapagos, Ohio on the 7th. Also same night as Preble County Fair. 
August 8th, Columbiana County Fair in Lisbon, and August 10th is the Hartford Fair in Croton, Ohio. That brings you through the next five days, bringing you through the next seven, brings it to Athens County Fair in Athens, Ohio. The full schedule is online, smashderby.com. We'll be able to run through that whole schedule here as we work through the rest of the month of August and fill you in on all their postseason shows as well. The 527 Unified Point Series, we'll be catching up with Mark Elliott here in a little bit. August the 6th is Hardcore's Destruction in Dunbar. So Hardcore going to be in action tomorrow night. Uh, the Hardcore Washington War Zone in Washington, Pennsylvania is on the 14th. And then uh, TNT's Branch County Fair in Coldwater, Michigan is the same night. Big Boys Mercer County Fair in Saline, Ohio is the 19th. August 20th and 21st, TNT has back-to-back shows. First is the Berrien County Fair in Berrien Springs, Michigan, and then Cadillac, Michigan for the Northern District Fair. The 28th is TNT's Oceana County Fair in Hart, Michigan. And then things start to wind down for the 2021 season september 3rd through the 5th is derby icons metal mayhem in portland indiana september 17 18 is iron city nationals at new alex pa steven zickles out front with another couple wins he's got 120 points tj mcculloch moves up into second place with 50 points don santel still riding in the podium spot with 40 points dan ruse with 38 jordan rutherford with 36 you can stay up to date with all of that with a 527 unified point series that is online, 527unifiedseries.com. The, uh, the Virtual World has a uh, point series as well. The Virtual Unified Point Series is um, that's going to be in action tomorrow. Wall Rockers has the show right now. Brandon Dobratz is leading that with 58 points. Joey Needham is second place with 50. Andrew Christensen sitting third with 42. Kyle Homer with 38. Tori Hagen with 36 and a tie with Jacoby Manuel with 36 as well. In all, 52 different drivers have scored points in the virtual Unified Point Series. Moving things on, Jeffy's Fab Farm. We'll catch up with Jeffy. He's uh, on vacation. We'll be catching up with him when he gets back. He's an industry leader in all manner of purpose-built demolition derby parts, starting with rear ends in 06. Jeffy's expanded to headers in 08, and the shop can boast a combined 70-plus years of mechanical skill. With LS conversions and conversion components being a specialty, they have uh, consistent feature wins across North America. Your turnkey solution is only a phone call away. Jeffy's Fab Farm Camry in a Box campaign sets you up for success with a retail price of $525. You need to ask about the multi-fit shifter options. You also find fuel and air parts, suspension and transmission items, steering components, pedal switches and gauges if you need it. It's on the farm, jeffysfabfarm.com. Smith Metalworks is a big part of the Hardcore series, which we'll get into here in just a moment when we get Frankie Guy on the line. All-purpose fab shop that has taken the Northeast by storm. Smith Metalworks features more than 40 years of combined metalworking experience. The hallmark of the product line is the pointed and flat front bumpers, replicating popular factory releases. They can be stuffed or run hollow. There's also a compact version of the pointed bumper. Other items include Crown Victor skins, battery boxes. They have GM floor liners. You name it, you can find it at smithmetalworks.info. In-person pickup locations are in Mercer, Uniontown, in Bethlehem, or the items can be sent directly to you experience and passion second and on smithmetalworks.info and rounding things out where'd they go hardcore hardcore season starting to wind down the third night of destruction in dunbar is coming up here tomorrow they were in action earlier this week up next on the 13th is going to be chaos in cole county Green County Fair in Waynesburg, and then the Washington War Zone in Washington, Pennsylvania, 14th and 20th, and September 4th and 5th, the first of their two-day shows, uh, back-to-back with Labor Day Lockdown in Stoneboro, Pennsylvania, and then the Route 40 Rumble, September 7th and 8th in in West Alex, rather. And then the season finale is going to be the 2021 Hardcore Championship, September 25th and 26th. That's the 10,000-win final confrontation in Dunbar, and that has a Jeff Hughes Fab Farm $3,000 Mad Dog Award. HardcoreDerbyPromotions.com for all the online details. I am not sure. Do we have Frankie with us? Hey, there you are, Frankie. Give me just one second here, and we will get you uh, get you all plugged in. Make sure I got everything situated here. Frankie's such a patient guest. When he answered the phone, he heard me rattling through all of his season details, and he didn't say a word. I didn't know if he was there or not. But uh, now we got Frankie on the phone. A couple days delayed, but nonetheless, here we are. It's good to catch up with you, Frankie. Absolutely, man. I'm uh, good to be back on. It's been a little bit. It's... I've been busy. <laughs> did you Did you just succinctly say, I've been busy? I've been busy. You've been busy. I, I mean, if you take a look at the schedule that you keep, I think busy is an understatement, but we'll let you get away with it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, we are in 
the midst of it, full bore, um, loving every minute of it. Uh, we just been uh, cars and people and smashing cars. I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, we're, we're loving what we're doing. How has the season been? Last year, you know, we, we talked a little bit about how the momentum built up for hardcore and all the shows uh, down there at Roaring Knob really got a lot of attention because there wasn't really a lot of other derbies happening. Then people realized what they were missing because the, the degree of professionalism and everything was out there. It really got everybody's attention, so it became a self-feeding monster. Now you're out there. You've got all these other derbies that are happening in and around you, around the Commonwealth, in addition to the border of Ohio, down below you, up in New York and stuff. How has yeah. everything been so far? Because your schedule expanded this year, too, getting all of the fares back. What's this year been like? You know, as I think everybody's kind of real. The car counts are down a little a little bit. Um, there's, a, there's not just a derby, but where there's one, there's three now. Um, the guys, some of the guys this year, I think I'm stuck a little closer to home. Mm-hmm. And as I've heard you guys say a thousand times, Sometimes it don't matter what you pay or what's going on. I want to smash my car in my own hometown. That's right. Fair. That is 100% true. And and I think that there's something to be said for that. And, you know, there was some, some charm this weekend. The last two weeks I got to spend some time around county fairs. We missed that last year. And, <laughs> and you know, like Pete Hansen described it, it Broome County was just an old-school fair. Everybody was, was old-school county fair. When the cars went on the track, everybody was equal. There was a little bit of, of bickering and, and back and forth, but at the end of the day, everybody that went on the track was equal because if you got something or, or if that guy over there got something, that means that you got something too. And it wasn't an inspection right. to the letter of the law. It was the way the county fairs used to be. There was, there was all the bickering about all of the elements front to back that, that, that people love to hate, but they never don't go. It was it was really cool to to be back there, and I mean I certainly enjoyed it. And you're going to live it all again down there in Pennsylvania with a very very busy county fair schedule. This this three day show, how's that been? You know, trying to tackle uh, that monster. We we got our arms wrapped around this, and we are riding hard with it. You know, the first night was good. The second night was better. Uh, coming tomorrow at seven. Um, we kind of have featuring our hardcore full-size class. And, and one thing about, just to let everybody know, uh, one of the things we've talked about as the group is when I tell you our hardcore full-size, you know, people out there, you know, what is a hardcore full-size? We, we didn't put pro stock on it or pro mod or pro car or um, just to let everybody know, a, a hardcore full-size it would be a what I'm thinking would say a pro stock plus. Okay. Less than a fast kicker, more than a pro stock. Um, so you know, a lot of guys when we put our ten thousand a win out there, we was struggling with with uh, entries and stuff like that. I start to think where where did I go wrong or what did I do? Sure. Um, um, I think once I. And I, I just took some random people. I said, check these rules out, read them. Well, they're awesome. That's great. That's exactly what we're looking for. You know, I blame that on us, you know, with not giving the uh, outer, you know, not only the local guys kind of knew, but out the people that would sign up, that would come in, really that wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. You know, what's a hardcore, unless you read the rules, what's a hardcore full size, you know? Sure. So that, I believe, hurt us a little bit, but, but... My buddy Pete Hansen has come around and uh, a phone call and, hey, you know, how are things going? What's happening? He said, uh, what do you think about a derby that pays 15000 a win with big, heavy cars and, 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 you know, good drivers? And I, I said, you mean like an elite series or something? He's like, you call it what you want. So... He said, I'm going to put a post on, watch it tonight. So we did. And the next day, we talk again, and bang, here comes the 15,000 15, to win Pete Hansen Elite Builder Series. Right. How could we go wrong with this, <laughs> right? <laughs> so from a, pro, uh, a promoter's point of view, we, we talked about this topic off the record uh, a couple times now. Um, yep. And one of them was, was we're – 
well, both times I think we were in Ohio. One time we were at Bash for Cash, another time we were at the King of Ohio. Yeah. And and fifteen thousand dollars is a big chunk of money, and yeah. it's a it's a big heavy build. So the cars yeah. are the cars are going to come down to drivers and and next week links beyond the obvious stuff. You're probably not going to break axles. You're probably not going to knock engines out of them necessarily until unless you get some really crazy stuff to happen. Right. Do you get to the point? Do you get to the point with a fifteen thousand dollar purse or fifteen thousand dollars to win for first place? Of right. diminishing returns. Does the show does the show go backward because you're paying money above and beyond uh, the the standard fare of you know it seems like that twenty five hundred five thousand maybe seventy five hundred people are willing to run their cars. We get above that. It's not huge. It's not life changing money, but it's big money. And you want to take that check home. People want to drive for the win. What does that uh, What does that do? Well. Me and, me and Pete, uh, well, we're not going to let anything out of the bag right now. Uh, we have been uh, absolutely chewing on that program. Yeah. Um, we don't want a two-hour feature. Right. We don't. We don't. You know, these elite builders with elite cars. Um. We talk a lot about pecking orders, if you will. Yep. Um. Just uh, we're working on that format. Right. Um. To be let out at a later date, I'll just say that. Okay. But we expect these guys to drive the win, to drive the win, and you know that's important to us as a show. Um, Fifteen thousand is a lot. Yes. Um, to in order for us to pay that, those people got to be in the, in, entertained in the in the seats, and we got to put people in the seats mm-hmm. and create a show because it is a show; it's entertainment. Yep. Um. So, and we're still going to, what we did is we necked down our 10K to a 2,500. Mm-hmm. We're still going to have our hobby stock championship for five grand, our compact, which is an, a, a, a nice, solid build, nothing crazy, mm-hmm. for 4,000 to win. Now, the hobby stock and compact, they'd have to qualify for, but if that's not real hard either. One, two, three, four, top four, or the Hellraiser and have a second run in any class that they wish with us to qualify for those two championship heats. Um, along with bone stock, we added a powder puff, which it is going to might be my just might be the premier event. <laughs> um, youth full size, youth compacts, a uh, thousand to win bone stock class show, and I believe in that 15k elite. Builders were going to be a, a $3,500 Hellraiser. Of course, okay. Jeffy's Fat Farm, um, always helping out in any way he can. Um, we're still going to keep that. So, Interesting. So is yes. so just to be clear, um, the Final Confrontation 10 grand to win class has been taking place with Pete's Elite Builders class, or are they still running side yeah. by side? No, um, the... The ten thousand a win has been eliminated. We're still going to run the hardcore full size, okay, a neck down version for twenty five hundred to win. Okay, gotcha. Now that class, nope, they don't have to qualify for. They but don't. I just wanted to let everybody know about that build and where it sits on the on the ruler there, okay. as opposed to you know other guys coming to run that class. We yeah. also have our LCQs in all of the hardcore classes. And we will still pay. We pay our regular payout for all our LCQs. Wow. So, you know, on top of everything. So there will be trophies payouts for LCQ. And, you know, um, if they just want to come and run an LCQ, um, or if they've qualified and need a second run, but they have had to have already had one qualifying run for the second run to be a qualifying, you know, a qualifier. So, yeah, it's kind of like the NHRA. You got to, if you set a world record time, you got to somehow back it up. You got to back it up. That's right. That's right. That's right. Is the, uh, is the mad dog award going to stay for the final confrontation 2,500 win class? Or is that going to move? That's going to move to the elite builder at 3,500, which will still have a $500 one or something for, um, 
there'll be a there'll be a hellraiser in all the classes. Gotcha. Um, I'm sure a minimum of five hundred, maybe a thousand. Who knows? So, and six foot trophies, big trophies, big wooden tiered. I mean, I you know, as a driver all the years, um, all those checks I got over the years are gone. But there is one little room. There's a room I got here that every now and then I walk into and I look down, and one one looks at me and I smile. Right. Um, you know, so um, we're going to give them some nice nice stuff to take home and go from there with the trophies and things. And uh, it's actually two days this year, um, so that's a whole other ball game. Right. As far as us expanding to more than one day, instead of trying to get all that in in two days, it's a Saturday and Sunday. Um, so um, that's another aspect of uh, I'm learning all about. Right on. <laughs> Hard way. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you said it was a little bit tough to um, to get the bear hug on this one. Yes. No, it is. It's a wild horse. But I'm getting better. I'm staying on longer. Um, I'm holding on tighter. Um, the, the crew is, you know, we're in, we're gelling. Uh, inspections are going better. Um, it's just a process. Um, derby car people, derby car guys, drivers, ever learning, ever evolving. Is it is it part of the sport? Part of the sport that we love, but man, it, it can change all the time and something new, something different. So I love derby car drivers. They're the best. I said, I'm ever trapped on an island. I want to be with derby car guys. We will eat, drink, be merry, and we'll leave when we're ready. <laughs> uh, another another blast from the past for you down in that neck of the woods. I saw Bo Lockwood posting some pictures of the best decision he ever had ever made. He had a Pontiac wagon in his driveway. Yes, yes. I see it. He's got a driver. Um, spoke to him the other day too for uh, a short period of time. We had a, a good conversation, and because um, I myself, uh, I talk about an old promoter, a really good friend of mine, Bob Krauser. Um, I have purchased his '72 Kingswood. So um, in another week or two here, um, it's at the Sickles Garage, um, getting maintenance and um, you know. Plugs, wires, oil changed, make it make it uh, roadworthy, shined up, and uh, I told him we'll go for we'll go riding together. That's cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, yeah, so I'm excited. Did Bo get a win recently, or did he did he just run? He just ran. I believe it was the Clarion County Fair. That's right. Yep. Um, Fair. Yeah, yep. Yeah. With um, Kiscadden and those guys, um, Ken and Ken and the guys went up. And looks like they cleaned house. They've been doing awesome this year. And I know Bo went up and ran with them, and um, it's uh, it's been good to see. And Ken's ran with us, too, this year a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're seeing some new faces, you know, stuff like that. Um, PJ, of course, dead man. I'm on the phone with him a bunch anymore. <laughs> um, you never know what's in the works, and these guys chasing these unified points. I just was on the phone with Mark. He is on his way. Um, excited coming back to Fayette County. Right. Well, he, it's actually a unified point show tomorrow. Yes. Yep. We just went through the schedule so, here a minute ago. Let me let me find that one more time. Yeah. He's got. Uh, yeah, you got the last night at um, at Destruction in Dunbar, part of the Hardcore series, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So he he is on his way. We're going to meet later on, and uh, you know we'll talk derby. I'm sure. So that's always exciting um, to have him. And, again, I talked to Pete. He couldn't make it tonight. But, again, at a later date, he'd like to talk a little more as we get closer to September. Right. So we'll get a chance to uh, to do that. And, uh, you know, again, TJ and and uh, some of the guys, Stevie, um, running for these points. And you never know who else is going to show up. I, you never know. You never know. So, um, you never know. Well, I sort of do know, but I can't tell nobody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, hats off to them. You're running this unified. Um, what it takes and the drive. You know, when you talk, I, I see a burn. You know, I get to see Stevie a lot. I've got talked to TJ a little bit. Um, 
the burn inside these guys. Um, you know, I always said never fool with a man with a purpose. And those guys got purposes. Um, the, you can see the fire in their eyes. So um, they're coming. Well, Steven jumped out to quite the lead. He's he's more than doubled up on second place. TJ's, TJ's got some work to do if he wants to run him down. Oh, yeah. And well, you talk to Steve, he, he, he's still not comfortable. Um, just fortunate that the Unified Series um, coming in our home stretch. So, I mean, we've got that Friday, tomorrow, and then I believe the 13th or 14th is uh, another Unified. Uh-huh. That's hard. And then it's the Warzone Arch. Yeah, Washington, Warzone. So, I mean, um, all those being in our to 45 minutes within us up here in Union, you know, Uniontown. So um, he's back home on that stretch, those next three, you know, whatever he can sneak in in between there. Yep. So uh, good deal. Yep, not bad at all. So the, the, the second half of the season looking bright for Hardcore Derby promotions right now. And uh, the season so far, um, Willing to call it a success for sure. A couple of growing pains here and there, but um, a little bit more of a real look at at the support that the drivers are willing to give hardcore, and it's it's strong. It's real strong, and, and it's, it seems like the fairs have been happy with the efforts as well. The fairs, they they are. Um, we were back at our Jacktown fair, which I think it's been ten years or better. And again, me going back to a place that I used to drive at. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, when I go in a meeting or I meet with a fair board member, you know, I, I remember you. I remember you too, sir. You know, um, lots of familiar faces. And man, it, when you, it's a good feeling before you left. You know, you haven't did anything. And they say, "Hey, now keep us, keep us in mind on your next year. Put us on the calendar." You know, I'm like, "Yes, sir." You know, so it's a good feeling when they want you back before you even left again. So um, that's been. That's been great. Uh, the Fayette County Fair again, packed, packed Tuesday. I think nothing or less tomorrow. Um, again, I, I'm 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 sort of run these things like a build up. Um, right. So Thursday, Tuesday, Friday is the destruction. I mean, the boom <laughs> is Friday with the the classes that we're running, the people that I know are coming, um, the setups. Uh, Tomorrow's an all-out, uh, going to be an all-out war at Destruction in Dunbar and, and moving to um, Green County, Chaos and Cold Country, mm-hmm. Washington War Zone. And we get to Route 40 Rumble, um, there's some bad dudes in West Alexander. Let me tell you, now, back in the day, um, it was I think they didn't inspect them. As long as you was under 12,000 pounds, you was fine. So... <laughs> <laughs> that was the way they did that. <laughs> but oh, we're man, coming back uh, around home that to all those some, wonderful places. So Reminds me of someplace else, and I can't think of the name of it. Mike Klinger used to run there. It was the Wild West in Pennsylvania. Was, yeah, I, I might have been out uh, in central PA, but uh, um, that's Justin Hartzell's area. Uh, and Burroughs' hometown, the, the yeah. Burroughs boys. So we always said Burroughs built... Um, I can attest to it. Like again, twenty going back twenty years. I, they, that's the way it was until we showed up <laughs> and we put an inspection in line. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Wild Wild West was definitely West Alley. Still today, the drivers that stepped up, uh, you know, there's West Mounts, JD Lorraine. That's uh, in hometown. Um, there is some real derby car drivers in West Alley. That Washington County area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, as always, West Alec, Washington is going to be another barn burner. War zone and the rubble. So, right there, back to back. Yep. Labor Day lockdown in there at Stoneboro and then West Alec. Oh, yeah, yeah. Labor Day lockdown, of course. <laughs> um, Stoneboro. Yep. Um, you can ask. It's a special place. It I is. don't care what anybody says or wherever you go. Um, it's a feeling. Um, Don Santel, I mean Don Santel and them got Jody and them came and run. It's a special. The friend or foe. Nobody, I've never seen a place 
that hits their best friend, their brother, their mother, their sister, their son, harder than they hit anybody else. <laughs> I, it, is, it is bar none. We take no prisoners. There is no, there's no place to go. There's no place to hide. There is no friends. It is, they, we say green, and the throttle springs are lifted off. Uh, Martini ran, Chance Smith, um, and one of my favorite, Casey Smith. Uh, I always say, I, I like, he's quiet, laid back, very respectful man, and he puts that helmet on, and I said, there's just a switch that flips when he does it. He's a crazy man. I, I love to watch him run. Did I see Chance got engaged? He did, yes. A wonderful lady, uh, um, I got the chance to meet her at the Smith Metal Works, uh, the thing he did, the expo. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I look if I look friendly or what, but Chance said, you're going to go talk to some of my friends. And she said, well, this that big guy looks friendly. I'll go over and talk to him. <laughs> and it, that was it. So, yeah, Jenna's a, a wonderful addition to the Smith family. Um, and I told her she's part of that. Smith family is part of our Derby family, so welcome to the family. Just we all come along. Awesome. Well, you can stay up to date so, online hardcorederbypromotions.com. You can get all the schedules, all the updates. We'll be doing a little bit with uh, Pete Hansen here in the coming weeks to talk a little bit more about what yep. he's got going on with that Elite Builders class coming up at the end of the year. Again, that is going to be part of Hardcore Championship Weekend, September 25th and 26th in Dunbar, Pennsylvania. Frankie, man, I appreciate yep. you coming on for a little bit. We're going to catch up with Mark yep. for a few minutes. and Yeah, hey, real quick. Yeah. Tickets, camping, all available. Um, you can get your tickets. There is limited camping spots, so please jump on them. The 15K registration, hardcorederbypromotions.com. Let's get registered. Perfect. So camping is available. Again, more details about that. Registration, everything is online, Hardcore Derby Promotions. Dot com. Frankie, I appreciate you making some time for us tonight. Sorry about the delay, and uh, hopefully everything goes smooth for you tomorrow. Good luck. Stay safe. Yes, sir. Thanks, Mark, for everything, buddy. All right. We'll catch up with you soon. Bye now. Bye now. There goes Frankie Guy checking in for a few minutes. We'll get Mark Elliott here for a few minutes as he's driving. I'm sure he's going to be talking quite a bit about TJ McCulloch's rally here over the last few weeks and and you can't overlook the efforts of um steven sickles steven's been winning all over the place that uh should i believe it gives him i believe it gives him 12 wins so not a bad not a bad run so far for steven hey there's mark hey mark we got a got a few more minutes here i was wondering if uh you could Weigh in on where things are at with you. You've been busy just as just as much as everybody else has. Oh yeah, yeah. We're uh, so. I had shared with you that I'd gotten sick about a month ago, and uh, so I had to miss uh, Columbus, Indiana, and. Uh,
whether he inspired them or whatever the case may be, to see them going after it like they are. You know, Mason and his family, they're all in. And if you've ever got to witness that experience, it's a proud feeling for me uh, to know that there's a whole family of, of real nice people that drove uh, big blue school bus who knows how many hours, uh, a half hour from my house, and they've got a car inside it and a youth driver that's 14 years old that goes out and runs a heat of like 20 to 30 cars, and he, and he scored third. So I shared with you last year one of the hardest things is watching somebody score fourth uh, or less, especially when they travel that way. So I was real happy for that family. And then to see Terry Abadi come to Eaton, Ohio, mm-hmm. um, which – which did not have a youth class. And I was pretty concerned for him uh, just because of how hard he was hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, in the East, uh, drivers hit a lot harder. Where I'm from, you know, the winners typically, not all of them, typically they're, they're sitting in the corner for a little while. And, uh, and he came out of the hole pretty hot, so I was concerned that he was going to use his car up. But... Uh, you know, if there's one thing that I try to do is just sit back and watch. And what he did was nothing short of amazing. And to watch him win, um, and to see how happy his family was and to shake his dad's hand and to share that experience with um, with Terry and, and for him to get out on his roof and and rip his, his jogging pants off down to his basketball shorts like He'd been practicing it all his life and swinging around his head like a helicopter. Uh, <laughs> right? Hey, the crowd, I mean, the crowd went wild. And I I went wild, right? And and he's now Tornado Terry. That's Tornado Terry of body. Uh, I mean, unreal. You can't put a price on stuff like that. That's a memory that they'll never forget, and I hope I never forget. But, uh so where I'm going with that is uh, we don't quite have the chase that we saw last year between first and second. Um, so I am getting enjoyment out of just seeing Steven keep driving and keep having success and, like, sure. how, many points can, how many points can he score, right? So, right. <laughs> oh, why not? You know, it's just watching somebody push herself to that level and to keep driving and to keep going, like, mind-blowing. And then to have – from there down to sixth or seventh, heating up the way it is, you know, it's all interesting to me, and, and I'm definitely glad to to be getting my health back and to be getting energy back. And uh, this after after tomorrow night, that's the halfway point. Oh, I thought we'd already passed the halfway point. Interesting. Yeah, it it does go it does go all the way to the first week of December. So uh, I guess I'm not too surprised that that we haven't hit the halfway point. But um, that being said. Uh, T.J. McCulloch. Last time I talked with him, he was he was buttoning up a V8 car. He was trying to get some stuff together. So he's got cars that are that are coming out of the woodwork. I'm not 100% certain where he's going to be taking them, but those are sitting out there. So uh, there's some more youth cars that are going to be coming out of that shop as well. So I mean, it's it's not beyond the realm of, of of possibility. It's very plausible that you can see one of these youth cars creep up into the top five at the minimum. than to give a youth driver a ring if, if they made top three. You know, and TJ, uh, I didn't give him much credit in the beginning. I bust his balls pretty good. But, uh, I mean, you know, here he is in second place. And, and uh, he, gets, he consistently keeps driving. And he has scored in more classes than anybody else. So, full size, small, man, I mean, I think I think we may see him, you know, score in, in just about every class. And, and talking to him over the weekend, uh, you know, he shared some things on a personal level as he stayed after and helped me roll my banner up, which I definitely appreciated because I'm usually a one-man band. Um, but he shared some things on a personal level. You know, I'll let him, you know, I'm not going to steal his thunder, but just some personal things family-wise of things that he never anticipated gaining from this and, and being a positive and a silver lining and uh it just arm 
players standing up just talking about it right now, just to know that it's something that somebody can get that, that doesn't even have that much to do with Derby, but it's more, more on a personal level. You, you can't put a price or trophy on things like that. Sure. So how far are you from your stopping point? How far are you from your destination? No idea. I'm, I could be lost for all I know. Okay. Well, I mean, it's always good to be off the <laughs> safe uh take care of yourself make sure you get some rest and, and don't burn yourself out but uh it's good to hear you back up on your feet and things are really amping up for the for the unified point series as you hit the halfway point awesome chris all right well hope you're feeling better too and uh we'll talk soon i'm feeling fine <laughs> my my concussion effects are they're, they're pretty well i think they're pretty well gone i mean who's to say for sure but um it's been a couple of weeks now since it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been since that happened. Uh, the only thing that's been really, really been fighting the current is just getting the technology to cooperate here at the studio. It got to a point where it was almost easier to do the live show from home, but the problem then is I can't get Ryan on. So, you know, what, what, what's the, the give and take? And ultimately, it comes down to we've done this 360 some times, and, and we've been able to figure out how to do it. And I don't know what happened, but we were able to uh, solve some of the issues in the background and, and get the coding straightened out. So we're on Facebook now, we're on YouTube now, and hopefully everybody's happy. And we've got it solved just in time for us to go to just in time to, to go to South Carolina for a week. Yeah, I didn't have one doubt in my mind you would figure it out, but when you couldn't figure it out on the spot, I had concern for the world. Yes, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know if I can handle that pressure, but thank you. <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't say that shit to be cute. Every time I get in a sticky situation, I've I have blown four amps up this year. Whether it was the breaker or I got them too hot, uh, mind you, they're not mine, right? And uh, from just getting too wild, getting them up there in the red, so I got to kind of chill my crap out a little bit. But every time it happens, you come to my mind. And there I stand with a box fan on top of an amplifier, just waiting to see that green light. Yep. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> we've we've done similar. Uh, one time we had a we had an issue with a laptop, and we took a bag of ice and put the bag of ice underneath the fan, and we had the fan and the processor just running as hot as it could, keeping it just cool enough to keep going. We ended up with a new right. computer. We ended up with a new computer after the bag of ice melted and everything was done and over with. But nonetheless, we persevered. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, I, no, Brian, I missed, uh, I missed talking to him. I, I haven't been on. I haven't been on in a while. And Brian and I spent a good amount of time together uh, trackside at the Bash for Cash. And, you know, that was a, a little while ago. So uh, I really enjoyed hanging out with him and just kind of about what was happening on the track that's uh I, I will relay that i don't know if he's listening right now he was moving moving into the apartment so um uh, moving in zach into the apartment for for college and he's uh he's not real excited about it <laughs> to say the least kids yeah. are growing up and i don't think he likes it too much <laughs> i got i got that vibe when i seen his post but that once foot, once football starts he'll be happy yep I think so. But, um, cool. All right, Chris. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you making some time. Travel safe. All right. See you. Bye. There goes Mark Elliott wrapping up this edition of the Crash Course, episode number uh, 365, I think is what this one was, going in the books. We're all done with it. Um, stay tuned to Finger Lakes 1. I'm going to make a, a quick re-rack, and we're going to get ready for the final round. We're going to try and get both of those in this evening and um, make everything work. So we will be back in a few minutes with the final round. Uh, for all the Derby fans tuning in, thanks so much for the support, the well wishes, and everything this week, uh, trying to get this thing together. It looks like we're back. We're going to be back here again Monday with another great show uh, with the Crash Course Podcast. We'll see everybody then.
Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who hosts Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at SmashItDerby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at StirringDirtRacing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York.